Dean Davis, last segment. Last. Uh, listen, I want to lead this off with the uh, flip the switch challenge. I just flip the switch. Flip, flip. The song by Drake and Future uh, that is starting to go viral the last few weeks. Future's on that song? Yeah, that's not Future. He's not on that song. You're right. Yeah, he's not on the song. I meant the- We only pay you for sports commentary. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is the thing. This is the thing. So when Let me I get the s- name of the song, go ahead. It's flip the switch. No, it's not the name. That's not stop the name. Non stop. Non stop. Non stop. All right. So anyway, uh, I see it, and for the most part, I'm like, I saw like one girl had her little brother in the dress. I'm like, that's a bit much. Uh, so is that the initial one? I would love the. I want to see the very first one. I don't know. This what that wasn't the initial. Okay. One. Okay. But so it's funny because like a, a thing most of us follow like Kev on stage, the comedian. And he did one with his wife, and he flipped the switch, and he turned back on. He's like, "I'm a man. I pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I ain't put on no dress." It's funny. I saw Stephen A. Smith. I think it was this morning. And there's only one that I saw where I was like, "Yeah, I probably have to do that one." And it's the J Lo and Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. And she was moving on there to be fifty. Let alone J Lo. Dude, she was moving J-Lo, on there, baby. and I was like, yeah, probably. She wanted me to do that. And I saw Stephen Smith, he, just like you said, yeah, he was like, yeah, I have to do it. Yeah, like, man, J-Lo. If, if J-Lo was like, hey, dude, like, flip the switch, I'd be like, all right, dude. Man, A-Rod doing anything that lady say, as and he, he should, better. As he should. Well, I mean, he still is A-Rod. You don't give him his respect. I, 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 no, no, I, listen. She don't keep him around just for nothing. A-Rod ain't Derek Jeter. He still got- A-Rod is A-Rod, though, but he ain't no Derek Jeter. Well, Should A-Rod have been mad that J-Lo's dancing to a Drake song? Oh, good. No, you know, that's the best thing about A-Rod now. He it's kind of like, I don't care. He don't care. He's living, <laughs> he living his life. It's like, I don't care. He you know, his he, life. I used to be a dick, but I don't care. But yeah. no, it's. But you know what? But the thing was, he he wasn't being his authentic self. And I'm not saying he totally is now. But part of the reason was he cared so much about what people thought. Yeah. And now he's kind of passed that to a certain degree that it's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Listen, on top of that, she loved me. Side note, I thought about Jose Canseco coming out talking about A-Rod cheated on her and all that. Yeah, just yeah. how like, damn, what type of snitch are you? Oh, he's a I big know, snitch. Right? I know, but it's just like what? And he snitched on everybody in baseball. But too? I mean, snitching on Roids and then years later snitching on this man and his relationship is two totally different Whoa. things. He snitched on Roids for profit though. Not to help the game baseball. I didn't say he did. Yeah. But still it helped. It it listen not a Mike Fires situation. <laughs> That's opening up a can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, but because Mike Fire still benefited from it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he didn't. And again, Conseco uh, did too. But at least with Conseco, like when Conseco was a White Sox player, like mm-hmm. Fred Thomas was injured that year, mm-hmm. we knew he was dirty. Yeah, everybody knew right? he was dirty. But but listen, but with the Fires and that team at that time, we didn't know they were dirty. Like it's different watching something. Like yeah, I know we can't trust them. Right. So, but so that's my only cap. But no, but, but also with too with a Rod man, it's kind of like. Yeah, listen, I have J-Lo. That's my old lady. Probably and he's married. the prince I'm of good. baseball now. No, they ain't got married yet. I thought, they got married, the, I thought they got married on the uh, beach. I don't think he proposed on the beach. I, think I, don't, I, don't think they, I don't think they hitched yet. I think they hitched. They jumped the broom? So, it doesn't matter. He got J-Lo. And he's the prince of baseball. I mean, Who else is going on both networks? Basically. He does Fox and ESPN. ESPN. He's I can't fine. believe, it. and he's the main guy on both, not just yes, he is, just yes, some he guy. Is. Right. He's the main analyst. I remember on he both. first was on there. It's kind of like, oh, A. Riley, okay. He is the main dude. If John Smoltz leaves that spot, they're going to do everything they can to put A. Rod there. You think so? Oh yeah. 
You don't think? Yeah. I think you're right, D. I think they're still engaged. Yeah, I think they are. I think they, they haven't got his just yet. But man, you got you got Jennifer Lopez on your arm. You're making all the money. How in much the world. money did he make? Gajillions. Man, he's living a good life right now. He's living a good life right now. Keep keep the run going. That's a good one. Also, also too with the flip switch. You had Elizabeth Warren was on uh, Saturday Night Live. Her and um, oh, what is her name? I don't know why I'm blanking right now. McKinnon. Yeah, Kate McKinnon. So yeah. With Starts with yeah. an M. Yeah, Kate McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was a funny one. Uh, also, too, you start to see a local uh, Windy City Live. They did one. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the Jam. They did one. Uh-huh. You know, they, and you know, like I said, you starting to see them pop up once in a while. But that's a cool little flip. Thing. Is it a TikTok thing? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't have TikTok. By so, the way, uh, A Rod worth three fifty mil. He's yeah, three hundred fifty mil. Think about those those two deals from. The that's Yankees. what I'm saying. He's living life. Yeah, I wouldn't give. Those ranger checks were in Texas. They sure were. No, so, no, no state income. Yeah, I mean, you still have to pay for those. And you living in Florida too. They both living in Florida. They both making a really good. Life. They both doing very well. Kids are getting older. They're gonna be able to just like enjoy that because J Lo is fifty or 50, she's fifty, yeah, right? She's she just 50. made fifty. A Rod is like what 44, 45 or something like that. He's like, wow, she's a cougar. Yeah, she's younger. He's I mean, uh, he's younger. Yeah, yeah he's 44. 44. 44 years old. Wow, so, J Lo. Yeah. Oh my God, man. Damn. Ain't no dude turning that down. You got a chance. <laughs> Man. Come on, man. It's Jennifer I don't Lopez. Say what I want to say. There's some lust in that heart. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, she busting that. Jennifer Lopez. She, she busting that move out in the bedroom. Jennifer Lopez. She can have what she wants. Yes. I just They're fine. switch. All right. Uh, Do you think she takes off like a mask at night? No. No. I mean, you definitely got the makeup, you know, saying age a little bit, but she's she's and she's 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 nice still. She's a beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. Uh, all right, real quick. Uh, for me, with a baseball, Michael Kopech was out there wheeling and dealing. Uh, one inning for the White Sox, uh, three eleven pitches, got a strikeout. The good thing, two good things was was ha- uh, happened with that. At least my opinion. One consistently hitting over a hundred. I'm guessing he's gonna come in Ken, with a changeup, a curve, and a and a fastball. Don't know anything about a slider or a splitter. Maybe. Well, he's going to get a cutter. If he gets a cutter. Well, he's going to get a cutter. Yeah. It's, Don it's, Cooper yes, teaches the cutter. Exactly. It's going to be over. But he was consistently hitting over that 100. Also, too, that deep. Uh, Said he was out of control at first. first but he. But that's what I was about to say. He got under control, and he was just hit. That's going to be the real thing. If he can keep so it under now control. now you see the velocity is there. Yeah. Also, remember, it's really to see, like, this 11 pitches is something. Tell me when he goes three to four innings high. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Like the, the, like the worst thing you want to see is him do a few innings and then talk about tightness and soreness. Right. That's going to be the alarm. But you're going to get because Velo should really get that to start off though. Velo shouldn't really be impacted by the Tommy John. If anything, yeah. your arm might get stronger. Yeah, true. But you still like to see it, right? No, but especially with someone over the 100. does he consistently yeah. get hurt? Is this yeah. a chronic thing? How some guys have, or yeah. is it just hey, everybody goes through it? I'm just you're waiting. coming back. I'm just waiting to see, like you said before, if Don Cooper can teach him to get that that cutter and get that down pat. I want to see what Coop does My with this staff. Yeah, he's got a lot of talent, and a lot of you, a lot of talent, seven seven deep at least. Well, Kopech's not going to come up initially. No. But not still, initially. When, when this thing's rolling. But about midway through the summer, he'll be up. Oh, for sure. He'll be up. How old, how old up. is Giolito? Renato Lopez is 25. Lucas Giolito is 24. Cease is 23. Kopech's 27. 
But uh, Dylan's not part of the the future, right? Dylan sees. Dylan sees. No. no, no, Kobe. Is that oh Dylan no, Kobe? no, no. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. So you're gonna basically we replace. Don't go first name with Dylan Kobe. Yeah, you threw me <laughs> off right there. <laughs> like damn, son. He said, Dylan, we only know Dylan Cease. Oh, my gosh. But the point is, basically, Cooper's going to have a rotation of about 25 and under. And if you know they're going to lock up Giolito. Right. So it's going to be basically like yeah. when they're all 26, 27, they're all going to be together. Yeah. And that's going to be your staff for hopefully six years, to seven get years. those Cubans and, uh, that already got money from when they jumped off the island. And to get them to sign and lock in those two extra years, you can get these pitches. Those pitches, yeah. like, man, give me that money. I don't sure. care. I don't care how, how did they, how and did they what say type it? of give me that money. I don't care what laissez-faire uh, life that uh, Lucas G. Little grew up in with his matinee mama. He's you're gonna want to sit there and get paid when you can get paid. Plus, I mean, you know even that if, arm can go at any moment. Even if one guy is like, "Hey, I want to be paid big oh, time." Yeah, we trade him. I mean, you got four guys. We trade his ass. Yeah, he's minute. Let him know. You trading away Kopech already? Jeez. Yeah. Before that arm blew out, shout out to my man, uh, Chris Sale, man. I'm happy you got that money before it all went Oof. boom. Poor yeah, Chris. No. He's, 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 is he going to be out for the, not for the season, but he's, well, no. they he's are still doing right like yeah, tests. It wasn't Tommy John or anything. Yeah. Okay. Like it was, it, 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 what came back, it seems like it's not. The belief is he can rest it. But up. still, we know it's a wrap. Because so he went that, over there trying to do way too much. So that 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 when I read the ages was 2019 season, so 2020. So they might be a year older. Than That's what usually happens a year later. Yeah, yeah I know. Which one of you funny know. about that? You get old. What about life. You get one year older I every just year. To switch. <laughs> yeah. So got a little article from the Athletic where Adam Johns and Kevin Fishbane basically gave their Bears breakdown of the upcoming NFL draft which takes place next month I also have uh, some league wide analysts too okay. with some of their picks after you go oh nice so like I said we have uh, Kevin Fishbane and Adam Johns from the Athletic Chicago gave their breakdown of the Bears upcoming draft so I'm gonna run through it real quick this is Fishbane's uh, 43rd pick in the second round Cole Kimmett, the tight end from Notre Dame that we've talked about in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seems like a perfect the fit. 50th pick. Basically viewed as the top tight end in the draft. So did far. you guys know that his dad was a practice squad member of the Bears as well? Yep. I did not know that. I didn't know that. Because he's from right outside Chicago. I would think that the Bears brass are going to be look, they, they like talking about, like, like, hey, they yeah. maybe let's pick up. this guy up. Yeah. They played that angle up a lot. Yeah. So Notre Dame, too, in the Chicago? Last Come on, months, man. The couple months. Of it, St. Viator product? Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah. Walter, I mean, uh, what's the name? Uh, what's Walter Payton? Jared Payton. Jared Payton. Mm-hmm. All right. The 50th pick, uh, the next pick, Terrell Lewis, an edge rusher from Alabama. Uh, Anthony Gordon, which Stop we, right quick. Give me some Give me some, some notes on Al, uh, that kid right there from Alabama. Um, you are a big road tie fan. What do you think? Physically, a guy that has the physical traits that you want, but is uh, rough around the edges. That's kind of what I got from this article. Would you trade him and try to possibly uh, coach him up to take over for Leonard Floyd? Leonard of Floyd, okay. of course. Right. Especially if you're going to take him in the second round. Like initially this year, you probably wouldn't. Even though the discussions I heard on the radio today were a lot about perhaps trying to bring in a player and use Leonard Floyd to see if you're going to try bringing a player through via trade. Okay. Uh, Anthony Gordon, uh, Gardner Minshew, too, from Washington State. 
at the with the fourth round pick, 144, fifth round pick at 163, uh, a Temple cornerback, Harrison Hand, which is a funny name for a cornerback. Uh, <laughs> sixth round, 196, receiver from Boise State, John Hightower. Uh, Brian Cole, safety from Mississippi, at the second pick in the sixth round. John Runyon Jr., former quarterback for the Washington football team's son, is a tackle out of Michigan. The last two years he's been a starter uh, as a seventh-round flyer. And then the next seventh-round flyer, Tyler Huntley, a QB from Utah. I wonder if he's – I think he's – what's the name? Huntley's brother. Oh, Brett Huntley? Yeah, I think he's Brent. I think I looked at that one time. Hopefully he doesn't I, play like Brett. Then real quick, Adam Johns. Yeah. So he had Joshua Jones, DT from Houston, Antonio Winfield Jr., if you can remember the old uh, Buffalo Bills. Oh, I do. Defensive back. Antoine Winfield. His mm-hmm. son at safety, but he's undersized at safety. How tall is he, by the way? I think five, he's maybe 5'9". Five, 5'9". Nine. Five, nine. And safety? That's is okay. A, is, he a strong, he is he a strong safety? Is he going to lay the wood on somebody? I think he Bob Sanders was only 5'9". Well, if they're looking at him, they if they're looking at the Bears drafting him, they're looking at him as basically playing a Strong. Box. Yeah. Because he's yeah. got to play yeah. opposite of Eddie Jackson. Yeah, Even though yeah. the Bears kind of don't have, usually play strong, it's kind of you flip him or whatever yeah. for the most part. Uh, Albert Okawin-Bunam, that was the guy that I mentioned from the uh, – the the the, uh, the combine the tight end from Missouri the kid is like 6'5", 250 pounds and he ran a four five something whoa yeah they were said though that he at that time he he's more of a straight line runner but I mean still you talking about a dude is big but he's not as he he doesn't use his power necessarily blocking but again we're talking about a, a college tight end yeah it, there may be a chance to, to do some refinement uh, running back uh, uh the Darrelton Evans from Appalachia State, uh, Linwood. This is a that was the fifth round, sixth round, first sixth round pick. Linwood Bowden, a receiver, a kicker from Kentucky. The second pick in the sixth round, uh, Travis. You Gibson. say a kicker? No, kick returners. Oh, kick returner. Kick returners. What oh, I meant to okay. say. Edge rusher from Tulsa. Uh, then Cole McDonald, a QB from Hawaii, and Jacob Breland, a tight end from Oregon, mm. as the last pick. Okay, all right. Ryan, what you got? You say you got the Nationals. Yeah, I got some national perspective, uh, not necessarily on all these prospects, but I'll give you some outlets. NFL.com's Chad Reuter, or Reader, he uh, has Texas Tech linebacker Jordan Brooks at number 43 and Southern Illinois safety Jeremy Chin at number 50. Uh, Lance Cartelli of 24-7 Sports thinks that the Bears will select Colorado receiver LaVisca Chanel. Then you receive right. go on the other side of um – to play opposite of Al Robinson. Al Robinson. Yeah. Well, this is a guy that did it kind of both in the uh, air and on the ground. He had uh, in 2018 at least 86 catches for a thousand and one yards and six touchdowns, and rushing for 115 yards and five touchdowns on 17 carries. So, okay. I think a little bit is based on how he's uh, kind of looking as a fit in the Bears offense. They have a measurement on him by any chance? No. Uh, no, okay. I can get All that right. for you though. Okay. Jake Fromm at number 50 for Lance Cartelli. Uh, Josh Edwards of CBS Sports (laughs) projects that the Bears will choose Louisiana guard Robert Hunt at number 43 and Notre Dame tight end Cole Clement at number 50. DraftTech.com is predicting that the Bears will pick Minnesota safety Antoine Winfield Jr., as Mm. Ken just pointed out, number 43, and Oregon guard Shane Lemieux at number 50. Lemieux. And, uh, yeah, that's what I have for the national. Um, And I'll look up those stats for you. I think I think it was going to be very interesting because a lot of people are coming in with Mitchell Trubisky, so many side eyes looking at him, and just say you have a second round pick and maybe the first one they don't go. 
they're going to go with him. Maybe they go with the tight end out of Notre Dame, right? Mm-hmm. They definitely need the tight end. But if Jalen Hurts is there at the second, he's still there on the board at the second round, and you look, you have so many questions with Mitchell Trubisky. I am very curious to, to see what would they do. By the way, he ran a four five eight forty LaVisca Chenault Jr., and he's 6'1", 227 pounds, okay. nine-inch hands. All right. You would need Jalen Hurts to be ready to play this year if you're going to take him in the second round. Like, you really are – like, Mitch, bet, you bet – if you got a contract out there for Mitch, you better snatch it off the table because if you're drafting a quarterback in the second round, that's not a flyer. I want to ask you guys something. I agree with that. Also, I don't think Tyler Huntley is not Brent Huntley's brother. I want to ask you something. Well, yeah. In terms of the quarterback position, if the Bears might draft – at the combine, they kept saying we got time to decide on Mitch's fifth-year option because mm-hmm. they got to tell man. Everyone's like, "Well, that's BS. How could you have no idea? Like, oh, we got to let things like go in order before we get to that point with Mitch." Do you think that they're maybe looking at the draft as like, "Hey, if there's these few quarterbacks mm-hmm. that are there when we're drafting, we're going to take them. If they're not there, then we'll sign Mitch." That's, that's possible. I think everything's on the table. Yeah. I think Do you think that that's their thinking though? That I'm it's sure. it's coming down to hey, if there's well, that, that you did, guys are available. Well, that also that also means they are not, I guess, looking to sign a, a veteran QB that could take a spot, which would conflict either. with reports. True. I told you, I th- I I, you, I don't know what they're going to do because they can't. Like I we really don't know. Would do that. We would sign and draft. We absolutely about the show absolutely. But they probably aren't going to do that, right? So if they sign probably a veteran, not. they're probably not going to draft a quarterback unless it's deep in the draft. Is that kind of how we're thinking? Or if they don't sign a quarterback, that maybe they might go high with quarterback and draft? They're going to sign a quarterback. The, the thing is, will there be a, a, the, the value they right. place on competition? It, right. I guess if it's like Case Keenum, yeah. would you still maybe draft a guy high you versus like would. Andy Dalton that you're trading for? I don't see them. And again, this, this could just be me being wrong. Unless they have a high grade, and this could be like now, this would be a player going up in Jalen Hurts or maybe Eason from Washington. They have a high grade on him, and he falls down to the second round. But it, it'd have to be in one of those situations. It'd have to be them having a high grade on them. I don't think they're looking at in second round. We have to take. I'm with you because they have too many holes and they have to pay too many people and they Dude, need. They need. Well, we all know that that's and they, they like. That they want to believe in Mitch. Quarterback position. I'm not even putting it on the Mitch on them having faith in Mitch. I'm putting it on them getting talent in the room. Man, Ryan Pace has let a lot of draft picks go. You. This is your second yeah, I agree. year. It's coming off of the Mac trade, which was a good trade, but you th- there were less bodies in the room depth wise. You can't sit here and really bring in guys in in the, in the second round, which is your first two picks, who are going to be not rotational players. That's let me say that. Guys that aren't going to be in the rotation, like you, you. I don't. Think Here's my you question. Can. Here's my question. Do you think Jalen Hurts is going to be better than Mitch Trubisky? Yes. Yeah, then I you take him. So. I don't think so. Then you take him. But I mean, no, because it you depends on so? it depends on where he lands. It depends on if he's given a chance. No, 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 no. I'm saying you had to pick. He was right there. Do you think Jalen Hurts is going to be better than Mitch Trubisky? I think it's definitely a chance he should be. I think he'll probably be. I trust him a lot more than Mitch, and that's not even now. I'm saying out of the draft. The big thing I had out of the draft, you were a one-year starter at North Carolina, and you couldn't even beat out the guy before that. Exactly. That started over you. My man's been at two powerhouse schools, and both times he's been in the college football like, play since playoffs. Even when Jalen Hurts was beat out by Tua, 
he came back in a and game won where a Tua national was, championship. Well, and the fact that when Tua got injured, he came back and kept them alive. Yes. How did he win a national championship? No, I mean, not win a national championship, but he kept them alive. Yeah, he got him to the, he got him to the championship. Played, championship that championship he game. won that right. SEC championship. Yeah, exactly. Then go out to Oklahoma and he do his thing out there too. Huh? Listen, I, th- I, I, think, I think the quarterback hole is a huge hole for the Chicago I think Bears, we personally. all do. I'm just saying. If I he's don't know there, if... I'm taking him. I got another it's question. Just my, it's just me personally. For you guys. I'm getting a third round pick and coming back and going. I'm trading a pick from next year. I think the Bears should trade a pick from next year and get a third and come back and get a third round. Pick. I don't hate that. That's I mean, with Anthony I'll Miller, you, they'd swap with the Patriots yeah. a second next year for a second this year. I'll give you a third and a six. All right. And I'll come to back. To come back up and try to go get him yeah. in the third round. If, if, he's, if, I don't he's think third, have, if he's in the third round. I don't know. I he think might that, be gone, y'all. I, he, it's a chance. Hurts. Oh, people yeah. say he's, he's probably gonna, gonna be gone. People say he's gonna jump to the second. I think it'll probably be the back end of the second. But if Ooh, I can get that first, depends end, how quarterback desperate people are. I if I can like. get to that first, end, but also see the thing is we don't know where. I know everyone's talking about like four QBs are going in the first right. round. I'm with but you. But what happens if two of those QBs, not the four, but let's just say the fourth and the fifth, fall into the second? That's what I said last time when we were debating. What if three quarterbacks go in the top five, like they're talking about? Yeah. And then you've only got a couple more guys that are going to go in that first round, early second round, because it's just those are the guys Basically, we're saying what happens if uh, you have Tua... Burrow go and Love goes. Yeah, or and Justin Herbert. Somebody loves yeah, or Herbert. Justin, we're yeah. saying if, if Herbert and Love are the guys right. that's out, and then in the second round, automatically you have Love or Herbert and Eason. Yeah. Like what happens? And maybe then? one of those, like let's say Love goes 25 to whoever. Yeah, right. That's the thing right. where I, I don't know if. I don't want to over, and I hate to say this because if it, I, you know, if you got your guy, you go get him. But that's what led you to Mitch. But right. I don't want to overdraft Jalen Hurts when I can get good value on him because mm-hmm. I'm trying to cover up another mistake. I'm not disagreeing mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. but I again, fair. I it's can't fair. sit there. It's fair. I, like the Bears are in a championship window, so either. And I don't think they would be like, well, we, we got to get Hurts ready. But you damn near got to have that kid ready by next year. I agree. If you're going to draft him in the second round, I agree. I agree. My question is, do you think there's any way they go maybe off the wall a little bit? Like, what about if Jonathan Taylor sitting there no, like 50? No. Would you even consider no, like a running no. back as a playmaker or something like that? If you, you know, listen, you have to swallow so much crow for going out and getting Montgomery last year. True. Or, and, or and moving Howard. But like you said, they need yeah. a battering ramp. Yeah. That would be a battering ramp. Yeah. Right there. He could take a lot and of playmaker. Of, but yeah. I mean, you spending premium draft capital yes. in the first three rounds on a running the last back. Two years on running backs. Is that's ridiculous? Some in, the, in stuff, this in this day and age, in the NFL, yeah, and you supposed to be able to find this stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's the whole. But that would be it, it. Would be an indictment on them because you should be able to find running backs kind of like anywhere. Yeah, but you so got to. They should like cross that off the list. Just no. Dude, you know you what? Offensive lineman. Yeah, you need old. But let's say there's not a guy like. Oh. What if Taylor's a much better prospect on your board? Best available. I'm not drafting a running back. Okay, that's fair. Like you, I, I get you, that you went out and got Montgomery. <laughs> you better use the hell out of that. He was kid. a second round pick, right? He was a third, third, round, pick. third round pick. Third, yeah. they traded up. They traded right? up. They, they traded up to get him. That's right. If you sit there and did, dog, you better, you better do it because you, you, you're just blowing picks now. Like, and then it's worse because you're blowing picks when you have a championship but think about, defense. But think about this: are they necessarily are they necessarily blowing picks if you have a for sure talent like that? Because as we just said, 
They haven't been able to find him. I'd rather have Taylor Montgomery. But they haven't been. Okay, it's fine, though. I'm just saying, but now you maybe have both of them. But think about it. I don't want both of them. But but they need that that battle ram. They want to have that yin and that You can get that battle ram for about $2 million in the damn uh, free agency. But but, but my point. But this is my point, though. That's a lot of tread on that tire. But this is my point, though. They haven't been able to do that. Well, a lot going on. They haven't been able to do that. They haven't been able to go out there and find these guys like, damn, how did they find that guy? They haven't been able to do that. So they, it's their best bet. Like, man, listen, we know this is a for sure kid. We know it's a high draft pick, but we got to take them. So then, they're not good enough to go out there and find gems. So, but they're not good enough to find gems. You wasted Montgomery there. Yeah. I don't think you well, you think you you think you're gonna waste them and and I, mean, I think office? he could I think I he could play you, with yeah, Taylor. Yeah, I think you play both of them. Dude, Jalen J- Taylor is a workhorse, workhorse. Yes. You gotta lather that kid up and let him go. If you're gonna do that, and so, then you're gonna have two naive running backs in there, we're not even talking. We about ain't even got Cohen. That's not even. No, nah, but I'm just saying those two is your bell cows. We're not even talking about QB protection with a rookie and a second year player, right? Like, dude, you, like some of this, the draft is fair. Yeah, you it's, need, it's you need a tight. You need a tight end, you need offensive in a guard, and an offensive lineman. Yeah, they have a lot. Some people have them taking a tackle. A tackle, either one. Yeah, so go out. It gets you a tackle, get you a tight end, or if there's a, a cornerback, there's an exceptional cornerback that falls there that you want to take, cool with that. But like that's what you focus on what you really need. I know it's best player available. What if it's like a receiver's best player available? He better be a burner. He you need somebody be, opposite of Allen Robinson, be, in my opinion. Uh, 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 one of the guys, I don't know if it's John Taylor or um, let me see who. Because for me, I'm thinking with the Bears. Or Lyndon uh, Bowden. But in this article, I think it's Taylor. They licked him as a, 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 a Swiss Army knife for a guy who can do all things. That's cool and all, but they need a burner. And I don't, they, they need someone to – because think about what Allen Robinson can do if someone can, can, can blow yeah. off the top. That's a true threat. That supposed to, not Wims. That wasn't supposed to be Wims. That's supposed to be Miller. Isn't Miller supposed to be like that kind of a burner? No, well, I think he's more Gabriel. of your slot. Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel. But as a, I agree with you. They do need a burner. They need a burner. They need an they, offensive you know, playmaker. But they are. Yeah. They do. They, and they I'm need with a dynamic, you. They need a dynamic playmaker. They need a dynamic playmaker. If they, they drafted a running back, he better be a huge part of the offense right away. That's with you, man. And, I, I don't and he's talking about a, 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 a head coach that don't like to I run the ball. Right. He's a free agent or whatever. Man, go out and get you a, a Frank Gore or Adrian Peterson. Like, go get one of them old-ass running backs who some other team is like, we're going to let you go. I agree with you, but, right? we have, but have we seen them do that? I'm just, I'm again. We well, have to your seen- point, D, they don't like to run the football. So it's kind of hard to imagine them caring about a running back. But I'm just thinking in the draft, you know, Cole Komet, we like him as tight end. Let's say he goes at 42 and you just don't have a shot at getting him at all. Like, do you start looking at offensive playmaker? Like, let's just get a playmaker and put him out there because we need – other help besides Allen Robinson. We got nobody else that can do really exactly. anything. You said that you answered the question. They don't even run the ball. Yeah. So but that but but we just gonna keep the caddy in the garage there. But they do need to run the ball. Yeah. That's why we bring that's why Ryan's bring bringing up that's why bring, Ryan's bring up Taylor. And they don't but they need to, to do it though. But they also been able, they haven't been able to just find those gems. They don't have that they kind of a Terry Cohen. Down to Cohen. But I guess yeah, he's got to be a receiver a now. Guy, though. He's a I mean, yeah, but he had a great. Well, he, you know, I was a gimmick guy because they don't utilize him right. Maybe yeah, but, I don't know. But the thing was because your you didn't ball out, so now true. 
You got the True. safety, this either the safety, the linebacker, and whoever is defending Tariq Cohen. If it's a corner, it's easy for those those two to key in on Tariq Cohen coming out of the backfield. That's a good if point. your you was doing his thing, then Tariq Cohen singled up. I was singled up. I agree with you. Hey, listen, they have a lot of holes. Do you guys think that the second corner is a huge hole? Because I think that might be less of a hole. No, it's a hole. Because we can't go into the, we can't say that Tolliver is a real starter, and we can't go in here and say Roberson is that guy. Now you got to sit there and make sure you throw some some depth in there, and just in case you add somebody else. To is that, that situation. a high priority in the draft to you, it's or first, is that corner just, for first four round? I, mean, I think I would say one of your first three picks, probably maybe maybe Ooh, fifth round, really? maybe. But yeah, I think you need. Like you, you don't get exposed. Like people forget that Prince Mukamura played his best football yeah, as a bear. He, he, he did very solid. Like he yeah. was solid as a bear, man. He was. Like people, he had, didn't maybe have the interceptions, but you didn't see a lot of guys running no, free no, against him. Yeah, so no, he did. No, he had a good year. They had two solid cornerbacks, and again, I think you may want to invest in that because you're going to need some cheap labor in that defensive uh, backfield and in that linebacking core. I would be very, if I was Ryan Pace, I'd be very tempted to go offense. First three picks, and that might be the wrong way to go. But it is because you got to get something back to that defense. But I, I got to get an offense, something. They got to be higher than twenty. Also, let's not forget there still is free agency. So some of these things you're gonna you're gonna solve and through free. They may get alignment in free agency. Maybe a chance number two corner. Yeah, then you can lower where you have to draft. That uh that that, that need yeah. That, oh, yeah that so if it's a safe it was an offensive lineman if you bring an offensive lineman now instead of drafting with your first three picks you can draft him with your last four four picks yeah. perhaps so as far as filling in that room so you, you they need depth and when I mean depth I'm not just saying guys who play behind guys you want these guys to, to maybe prove yeah. to be better than that but they have thrown he's giving away picks every draft basically I know. you have to it's hard to even envision him trading down yeah, to you, pick up like a third round you got to fill up that you got to fill up yeah, those. No rooms no. man with cheap labor like you said if, he, if he's gonna get a third rounder it's gonna be trading some picks from next year is, to yeah. get into because he's not trading number 50 down or no, something to get to the true. third no he's not that's not who he and, is. but you know what you do though like a good gm you, you it's a player on your team you see that's playing decent that you're not going to resign he has a year or two left and let's just say like i said you gave up a third and a six the next year you trade that player in the offseason and you at least get a fourth or maybe perhaps get that third back that's what belichick would do like that's what you do you sit there and you you take control of the draft and use it to benefit your team and you know ryan pace he used to trade down like how we got cody whitehair was a trade down Mm -hmm. and he got an extra couple Mm -hmm. picks he just it seems like over the last few years he's talked about it like how the board of the roster and i guess green means go and red means bad and he's like we're seeing less and less red and more and more green across the board because we got depth and players supposedly so now it's like he's trying to target specific guys go up and get them do anything he's got to rein back that a little bit right yeah he needs to be able to be like okay we might not get the guy we want, but how can we make this a good situation how about we pick up a couple extra picks that's that that, that, that would make sense that would totally make sense. I saw the hyper aggressiveness uh, with his picking has to what's the, come what's back, the back a little bit. What was the uh, what was the um, Texans former vice president GM that got fired? Oh yes, the brother. Is his last name Smith. Yeah, I, I think you're right, yeah. Smith something. But um, I what about him? So he was on uh, NFL Live yesterday talking about how he loved. I think it was 2017. No, it wasn't 2017. I forget which draft it was, but he loved Patrick Peterson. And they were going to move up to get Patrick mm. Peterson. Mm. And two picks before that pick, 
uh, the Cardinals got him, mm-hmm. right? And said that they ended up drafting J.J. Watt, and people was upset with him when he drafted J.J. Watt. Mm. And like, Rick Smith. Rick Smith, thank you. And just to point out that sometimes staying at your spot isn't the worst thing. Right. That's true, too. It may be a blessing in disguise than you overvaluing a player who is not going to be that because player. Because he's your guy. Because, right. I mean, listen, even if you have Patrick Peterson, Patrick Peterson, J.J. Watt's been banged up. Patrick Peterson is not J.J. Watt. No, no, no. Who's had a better career? I love J.J. Watt. Yeah, yeah. I love Patrick Peterson, but still, like, sometimes when you don't make that move, it's the better move. And you never know with how that can affect your team, right? Like, J.J. Watt is a different player than Patrick Peterson. Mm -hmm. Who knows if those Texans teams would have been as good defensively if they just had that corner. No pressure. They had no pressure. And J.J. Watt dominates uh, with the run game, too. Yeah. They had no pressure. You don't know. Yeah, you never know what happens. 